waking up after being with someone for four years and being like, whose life am I living? And am I actually living true to what I need and what I want? Mm. And realizing like, holy shit, I'm living a life that's not my life. Hey, I'm Jen. And I'm Darius. And this is the Open Love Podcast. We are a real life couple who believes the best way to live life fully is with an open mind and an open heart. The reason we're making this podcast is because we love going into those deep, juicy conversations with each other and with our friends. And we've noticed that when we're able to have those more courageous convos with people, and start the conversation very quickly other people will jump in and be like damn me too so our thinking was let's bring more people into these conversations and full transparency we're human we don't know everything obviously right there's things we're doing that are working and there's things that we have no clue about and our approach to this is let's be radically honest with our audience and grow together There's a lot we don't know. I'm excited to learn. Yes. What are we talking about on today's podcast? On today's podcast, we're talking about how not to lose yourself in your relationship. You know, you know what that feels like. Lose yourself. Man, that happens so often. Has happened so often to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And full transparency. This was one of those questions that came up when we asked a few friends like, what, what are you struggling with? Yeah. And probably three people in the room when I asked the question were like, oh, yeah, that one. How not to lose yourself. Mm. So help uh, help the audience understand what we're talking about here. Yeah, I think um, from my perspective, what we're talking about is, you know, that feeling you wake up after being with someone for I mean, I'll speak from my experience, waking up after being with someone for four years and being like, whose life am I living? And am I actually living true to what I need and what I want? Mm. And realizing like, holy shit, I'm living a life that's not my life in some ways. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. I think it's so easy, especially when things are going right, for us to lose our sense of um, who we are. Yeah. You know, like it's just fun hanging out with your partner. It's fun staying in. It's fun exploring. You're madly in love. You know, you have all this comfort with each other. And then if you don't pay attention, your needs, their needs might go unmet yeah and then i think they become bigger issues down the line if they're ignored 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 you know like you said it's easy for the first sort of year couple of years to just fall into it fall into the love because it feels so good and you want to and i think there's an element of like you should do do that yeah and i think it gets compounded the complexity when you're now bringing in that 
mistake energy into the next relationship and you're like, no, never going to lose myself again. And sometimes you can overcorrect and be like hyper independent. Oh, really? I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't I know what I'm talking about. I don't huh? know anything about that. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I seem to have a memory. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Of this one time where I had left the loft and I came home and all my laundry was folded. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's so sweet. She folded my laundry. I never asked you to do that. And then you came out of the bathroom (laughs) and you were like a bat out of hell, but you were like, you know, passive aggressively, like, you know, you're just like, something was wrong. And I'm like, uh, okay. Are you, are you okay, babe? You're like, yeah, I'm fine. Fine. (laughs) Fine. I'm I'm just going to like, just going to sit here by myself and do this thing. And I'm like, I got to go soon. Okay. I just got to go. I'm like, okay. I thought we had plans. You're like, yeah, just, just, just give me some space. I'm like, uh, what's happening and it took a while to get to the root of what was happening and eventually you opened up to me about like what'd you say it was like and i just i was doing your laundry and i was folding your underwear and i'm like what is happening i don't want to lose myself and i don't want to lose my dreams and what is going on and who am i becoming and i'm just sitting there like i never asked you to do anything I'm not over dramatic at all. Yeah, I'm like, you don't need to do my laundry, but like, what's going on? And I think as we dove into it, it became apparent that it had nothing to do with me and the laundry. Yeah. But there was a fear there. Yeah. Tell me about the fear. Yeah, I think, um, I think that there is, has always been a fear for me around uh, losing myself in relationships because I know that I have had such a tendency just to give up everything that uh, I believe in and I need to please the other person because I think for such a long time I was like well that's how you get love mm. that's how you receive love you you give 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 you do whatever the other person wants you to do. You accommodate them. And then and then they give you love in return. And like that's how relationships work. And so um, I got really good in my past relationships. I know we've talked about this on pre- previous episodes of just like taking care of the other person and doing all the things that I thought that they would want me to do to make me a good partner. Mm, and like you're to feel loved yeah so i'm gonna do these things for you and then i'm gonna feel loved and then one day i'll pull my head up and be like who am i yeah so like i guess my my swing was always like i'm gonna give 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 like i'll give my entire self for you i will be at your service i'll be you know a martyr in some ways and then one day i'm gonna be or maybe not even one day, maybe that I was swinging all the time, but like, it was like, eventually I'd be like resentful and like, fuck you. Mm. And, um, then be like swing to complete hyper independence. I don't want you around. I don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with you. I don't want to be close. I don't need you. I don't need a partner. 
um, you know, this is just draining. You're taking everything away from me and, and like blaming, uh, the other person. And so talk to me a little bit more about hyper independence. Yeah. I call it the lone wolf syndrome. Okay. Tell me about that. Yeah. I think, um, I think it comes from a very like wounded place. And I see a lot of women who do this. It's like in some ways, a lot of uh, little girls grow up and, and they learn that it's our responsibility in the family to take care of everyone else and that our needs are not important as important as our parents and our siblings and, and whatever. And so sometimes that makes women into women who are just constantly people pleasing and taking care of everyone else. Um, and sometimes you can become hyper independent, which is basically the opposite of that, which is like, you know what? No one's going to meet my needs, so I don't need anybody. Mm, okay. It also comes from a place of ha- having your heart broken and being wounded and being like, I'm just, I'm just going to build a wall around me. I'll build a beautiful big giant fortress. I'll live inside. I won't need anybody else. I'll be fine on my own. And I'm just going to take care of everything and not ever let anybody in too close. And I think that's exactly it. There's a very good chance you will be fine on your own. Yeah. But is that the goal? To live a fine life? Yeah. Or is there something greater? Is there something like to live a beautiful life? Yeah. There's a difference there. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a, There's a... I think from my perspective, to live a beautiful life, you're going to have community. You're going to have relationships with other people, whether they're romantic or friends or family. Yeah. Yeah. So this this over um, correction yeah. uh, from that other extreme, mm-hmm. uh, what did it look like for you? Yeah. Um I guess like this happened to me quite a bit in a, in a past relationship for me. Um, I was in a four year relationship with a lovely man who uh, traveled all the time. He was a musician. He was on the road and um, (laughs) yeah, it's so interesting thinking back, but uh, basically, you know, he would be away for five weeks at a time. And during that time I would just, I think just to protect myself from feeling the vulnerability of like, I need him and I need closeness and I need support and I need love. I was just like, I am fine and I am good and I am golden and I am going to do CrossFit and I'm going to work my tail off and make a ton of money and I'm going to take care of all the things. And, um, and, and, you know, people would be like, I don't know how you deal with it how do you manage your partner being gone for like five weeks is so long. And what would be your response to that? Oh, I love it. No, it's great for me. You know, I'm just super independent and I just, I really just like doing my own thing anyways. And I have like a ton of friends and people that I hang out with anyways. So like, it's fine. I'm fine. And 
when did you realize that that wasn't true or did you realize was that did you later realize that that wasn't the truth so you know there was like um there was tension in our relationship for sure there was there was this sort of fear of mine of like well if we get married and stay together like will he be around or am i signing up for this forever and is this really what I want? And so, um, what actually happened was, uh, I mean the beautiful, one of the gifts of this story is that during this time, as I was, you know, in my hyper independent mode, I was also seeking out community because I think deep down I did, I was craving intimacy. And so I wound up at this weekend, um, it was a, a digital detox camp for adults called Camp Reset. And um, I met this this beautiful man there. And we spent some time together on the weekend. And I shared with him quite a bit. I was like, you know, I'm in a relationship. And this is what my relationship is like. And all these sorts of things. And at the end of the weekend, he uh, he sat me down on a picnic table and was like, hey, like, do you think I can just like reflect some things back to you? Like, sure. He's like, listen, you, uh, you talk about like this partner of yours and you wanting to be with him and you guys are going to get married and all these things. And he's like, I really deeply think you're very unhappy. Mm. And in watching you this weekend, I think you're desperate for intimacy. And I was just like, what? Yes, I am not desperate for intimacy. And then I went home and I was like, fuck, I am desperate for intimacy. <laughs> and, and during this time, it's funny because even though I was in my hyper-independence, I would like daydream about like sitting on the porch with him having a tea. Mm-hmm. It was like, that was like, all I wanted was just like being together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that was sort of my my moment of uh, of like accepting that I am not going to be happy and satisfied with giant walls around me and around my heart. Mm. And so taking them down was a whole other story and took a lot of time. And I'm still feel like I'm still doing that as that is something that comes up in our relationship. Yeah. So the way I I, am seeing it is like, it's balance. It's really easy to swing to one side of like, you are my everything. I, I go everywhere with you. We do everything together. When people ask me if I can come, they just assume you're going to be there too. Yeah. Uh, Every family gathering, every trip, every conversation, every dinner, every, it's just us all the time. There is no more me. It's just us. Yeah. And I think that gets compounded when there's kids and family and every decision you need to make has to be seen through the lens of mother and wife or father and husband or other and other yeah and then the on the flip side is the i don't need anyone for anything yeah i make money i have friends i have all these activities i don't need you at all 
Yeah. And wah, 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 Which, wah. like, for the record, a lot of dudes do this. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you're. I think you're like bang you, on. You're going to bring a chick over and, like, have sex with her and then cuddle her and, you know, have brunch and then, like, peace out, see you, never going to talk to you again. <laughs> or, like, you, you know what I mean? You're sometimes lucky if you get brunch. That was a really nice guy. <laughs> you know, guys that are like, get the F out. Right. Um. Yeah, so I think like most things, it's this balance. The extremes of either of those are losing yourself, in my opinion. Yeah, and the I think the extremes of both of them come really deeply from a place of fear, from a place of I'm terrified that I won't be okay on my own. Yeah. And from I'm terrified that if I let this person in that I'm going to get hurt and, and something bad's going to happen. That's a great point. Yeah, both ways. There's, you know, so that brings us to our solutions, which is a great segue to our first solution, Mm -hmm. who I think you are masterful at and have taught me so much. Mm -hmm. So tell me about a solution number one for how not to lose yourself in a relationship. Yeah. Well, I think I've, I've always been a big advocate for this, probably because I've tended on the side of being independent more. Um, if you know anything about attachment theory and how attachment theory works, they basically say that based on your relationship very early on with your mother, you either, um, you start to understand your relationship to love and attachment, emotional attachment as either, um, secure, a secure attachment, which is healthy and like you can come and go and it's healthy and safe, or you are anxious or you are avoidant. So I guess my my attachment style has been more avoidant, like something, you know, I, I'm afraid of something, I just push it away. Yeah. So anyways, all of that to say that um, the first solution I think is really to have a, a practice of, of coming to know yourself. So I think even though I was... Uh, hyper independent and doing my own thing, I was really disconnected from my own needs Mm. and my own self. And I think what happens is like we come together in relationships and it's two selves and we're just like, yeah, let's just merge them together. It feels so good. And then you wake up a year later and you're like, I don't remember who I am as an individual because we just have, like you said, us, there's just a merger. Yeah. So be be more specific what you mean by... Totally. So it's like, what practices can you do, whether it's journaling or meditation or, you know, dancing or going to workshops or like, what is your personal practice that brings you closer to knowing who you are and how you are? Mm. What, what are you, your personal things that create your unique identity? What fulfills your heart's desire? Um, as an individual outside of your relationship. Yeah. I love that. And you do all of the things you just listed. Um, and I think, I think it's a realization that the first relationship you're in is with your human yourself. Yeah. You know, that's your, from my perspective, that's your soulmate. You know, there's a higher self and then there's your human self with all of its personalities and, idiosyncrasies and not getting in touch with those personal needs. And that's why writing is such a lovely practice meditation where you're just you and yourself Yeah, movement, 
breath work, these things where you can go deeper inside. Yes. To touch base with what feels right or wrong. Like I've heard you several times um, say something like, I'll ask if you want to do something. You're like, can I call you back? I need to check in with myself. Yeah. And see if that feels right for me. And sometimes you'll be like, I think I just need to stay in tonight. Yeah. And for me, it's like, wow, deep respect. And you're teaching me how to connect deeper with myself. Mm. And I've started doing that with other people. Like, I need to check in. This doesn't feel right. My human is like, we need rest. We need our own time. Mm. Yeah. I think, um, thanks for sharing that, firstly. And I think that having tools, like it's um, it's so easy once you're in a relationship to get really caught up in what's happening between the two of you and like blaming and well, he's doing this and this is making me feel this way. And like, if you don't have tools to come back to yourself to figure out like what the hell is actually going on, you're fucked (laughs) you're gonna get so lost you're gonna get really lost and caught up in the drama of of the power struggle and the only way out of the power struggle and the blaming and shaming and things like that is to come back to yourself we did this before we podcasted we got into a whole thing and i was like you're like do you need some space do you need some time and i went and like took a minute to connect with myself. What is happening here underneath the surface? Why am I so resistant? Yeah. What's o- coming up? Almost every time where we go away and check in with ourselves, we come in with new constructive energy. Yeah. We reflect and sometimes it'll start off with like, hey, I had time to think about this and I'm sorry. Yeah. Or I thought about this and I see your perspective and here's what I need here. Yeah. You know? But even even us taking space in the middle of of these these moments was something we had to work into our relationship because I think for a while it was it felt threatening. Yeah. You know? So anyways, that's that's another thing. But like tool number one is finding tools to connect with yourself and yeah. to know about yourself. Is self love, self care, self awareness practices. Yeah. yeah. Things you can lean on when when you get really wrapped up in your relationship and you need like a reality check mm-hmm. of like, where am I at? Love it. Yep. Um, another real life um, example of something we use, a solution to this, how not to lose yourself problem. Uh, I think we went through this and we started making these like, hey, and this is what you should do and that's what you should do. And the truth is every relationship is different. And I think the second solution for is together as a team you need to create your um i know you hate this word but rules boundaries you know what what was was the word you wanted to use instead rules okay just take this in for a sec when i say to you rules yeah what happens in your body oh yeah so what was the word you liked instead agreements Okay, the agreements you have together, they are agreements, you're right. Yeah. Rules feels like restrictive, I understand. Yeah. Um, agreements is like, hey, I think we should do this thing. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, that thing works for me. We both agree, good. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a framework, like co-creating and designing your framework for communication. Yeah. 
So, hey, do we talk about these things? Do we need conversations about this type of stuff? Is this just like a, no, I don't, it's not helpful for us to dive deep into this or like, that's really great. It makes me feel loved and connected to you. And, uh, there's some of it you can think of, uh, proactively. Mm -hmm. Some of it, you just need to fuck up yeah, and then be like, that didn't feel right. Yeah. Can we talk about this? Cause I felt left out. I felt abandoned. I felt, um, unimportant, which is different than you made me feel abandoned. Mm -hmm. You made me feel unimportant, right? It's taking responsibility for how you feel, which is sometimes really hard as a man because you got to admit someone's hurt you. And then trying to come up with a constructive way of creating, co-creating boundaries for your relationship as a love contract, a love agreement, a Mm. love, you know, um, playbook. So tell me if I'm right. So it's like if you want to have a relationship where there's both independence and dependence where you can lean on each other and support each other, you need to have sort of a set of guidelines or agreements that are going to support both of those things having space. Is that what you're meaning? Yeah. So here's a real life example. This came up in a not so positive way for us when you were thinking about um, going to Costa Rica. Uh, it was sensitive because it was like, hey, I might go to Costa Rica in three days. And we it was sensitive for a variety of other reasons. We had just started a project together. And for me, it was like, sure, I want to be in a relationship where people have amazing opportunities like that. Sure, I want to be in a relationship with an incredible human that like is is connected with other incredible humans. But I felt left out because it felt like you were just saying, hey, I'm doing this thing. As opposed to being like, hey, can I talk to you about this thing that I'm thinking about? And for me, I don't want to be in a relationship where I tell anyone what they can or can't do or anyone tells me that. That feels way off. But I also wanted to be in a relationship where I felt we communicated and we were aware of big things like international travel. I think based off of this podcast and like your past with um, previous uh, musician boyfriend who was like, you were so hyper independent for you. That felt like, who the hell are you to tell me? Totally. Th- right. And we, yeah, had I was like, I was thinking about maybe going on this trip That's to right. my, to my, like, I, I totally understand <clears throat> now why that is so important. Um, and I'm really happy we went through that. And also, I think to that hyper-independent version of me is just like felt, um, it was like threatening to her. Yeah, she was like, I don't need to tell people. I don't need to bring loop people into things. I don't need to like, you know. And so that was an opportunity for us to deal with some past things and to now make a new agreement Yeah. of like, so so international traveler these big life decisions does it feel right for both of us to be like hey let's talk about it Mm. doesn't feel right for me to be like no you can't or no he can't yeah right 
and that we only discovered through messing up. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So setting that love contract of also the love contract for me is like, Hey, I feel like we have one of these sort of worth, um, we hang out Friday With our time together. Yeah. yeah I was our time that. together, right? Like Fridays we're at your place, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Mondays we're sort of like here. And then we take the middle of the week for ourselves, for friends, for work, you know, and we have some space and that's not every week. It's the same, but it's a general, you know, agreement. Yeah. And that gives us opportunities to do the first thing we talked about, about self-care, self-love, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it gives us opportunities to do the third um, suggestion we have here, mm-hmm. which is intimacy and closeness with your friends and your community. Yeah. So talk to me about this one. Why is it important in not in helping you not lose yourself? Well, I mean, firstly, I just think uh, having close friends and community and people who you share honestly with, because like uh, if I think back to my experience before, it was like people would ask me like, oh, like, how do you feel about having him gone? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Like if at that time I had been more able to be honest or had more friends who really knew me. Um, I think they probably would have been able to help me see and come back to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I would really, I would say 120% that the the friends I have in my life right now are um, people who really guide me back to to myself and, and also offer me the opportunity to, to lean on them so that all of my, um, you know, weight is not just falling onto you, which I think is a a big issue that, that happens is like people become each other's one and only. And then, you know, that's a lot of eggs in one basket. Yeah. This, this one irks me a lot from both sides, from a side of seeing so many good friends I've lost. Yeah, like they're yeah. in a relationship now. It's over. Bless their souls. And it irks me from being the guy who does this. Yeah. Because it's so easy just to stay in bed. It's so easy just to cuddle and hang out and do the easy things. And that makes you lose your morning ritual stuff where you're doing the first tip we suggested about self-awareness, self-love. Um, and so it's a tough one. And I think one thing that's helped me, and it's also difficult for me, if I'm going to be really honest here is sometimes there's like a part of me that gets really jealous of like, man, she's doing such epic things and she's having such a love fest with all these amazing humans and the reframe from that for me was they're not competition, they're community. Mm. And play this game, this life game, long, you know, the long game, you're going to need support. You're yeah. going to need perspective. You're going to need people to help you move. Mm. You're going to need people to set you straight. Mm hmm. And in order to do that, you need to give back into that. 
Yeah. You got to help people move. You got to help set people straight. Mm. You know, and that back to your point of like real conversations. It's not just acquaintances, but it's like, hey, Jen, I, I know you. We've talked deeply about these things and this seems off the mark. Yeah. Like that conversation you had with that gentleman at Camp Reset. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Also letting your friends in on, you know, like I've straight up a- asked uh, girlfriends of mine before like hey I know that this is my pattern in relationships call me out like I want you to let me know and I have a few girlfriends who are like hey are you doing that thing in relationship like that's so are great. you are you it sounds to me like you're going down the slippery slope that I've seen you go down before yeah you know so they're your allies in your relationship like that's a great, I'm going to steal that one. Yeah. That's a courageous conversation. Totally. To tell a few men or women, I guess it could be for me, like, hey, here's where I've slipped before. Yeah. Ooh, that's a juicy, juicy tip. And and here are the signs. <laughs> yeah. And I, I give you full permission to. Nice one, babe. That's a good one. Out. Yeah. Um. And sometimes it's hard too. It's not easy. Yeah. You know. Sometimes you don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So how do you feel about these three tips, these solutions? I feel really good. There's a part of my mind that like wants them to be like so clear and like neatly packaged. And, um, but I, I think this is like a, this is a bigger subject. Here's what happened last time we did like, so we're playing with this new format of problem our story ourselves in this so we should demonstrate that we've lived it and then some of our solutions which are not the solutions just our solutions yeah last time we did this like two days later i'm like damn we missed such a big solution how did that happen and i'm sort of just being okay with this is an ongoing conversation yeah no one needs to understand everything fully before they can get value from something yeah that's true so even if even if someone can listen to this and be like, oh my God, I've totally done that thing where I don't need anybody else. Yeah. And and like, you know, like that's that's enough. That's great. And also, this is an open conversation. You guys yeah. have some tips and advice for us. Please send them our way. Mm-hmm. We are forever students. We are forever learning. Yeah. And it's a community effort, so... Hopefully you've gained something. Hopefully you've got something to give back because we are fully open. Speaking of that, one last thing to share. I remember our good friend, Negan. Uh, I, I was talking to her one time and I was like, Negan, I think I have to give up being the lone wolf to be in a relationship. And she leaned in and was like, yeah, you do. But guess what? You get to find a new level of independence within your relationship and that is freedom Ooh, i like that yeah cool that's a great place to end awesome all right we did it we made it through 10 triggers and crying oh and man you guys don't even each other know the behind the scenes <laughs> that happens every time we come to do a podcast it's like a whole different level of resistance shows up yeah but we keep going. We keep going. Yeah. That's it. 
Cool. Well, thanks for listening to episode four of the Open Love Podcast. We'll see you next time.